On this episode of Quantum Week, June 7th through 13th, 2009. Quantum Week. Quantum Week. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year in our lifetime, and we talk about the movies, the music, headlines, anything happening during that time period to make it unique. And we are continuing our way through uh, June 2009. Yes. So we're in June 2009 for today and uh, on Friday. And Friday. And uh, we're doing Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3 on Friday. Yeah. And then next week, we're going to 2006. Hold on. This is going to be wild. Because we haven't even announced what the show is today. But why don't you talk about we next week I, first? I want to preface it. <laughs> Borat. Yeah. The Prestige and Departed. Yeah. Next week. So July 4th week is going to be banging. So uh, Pelham 1, 2, 3 on Friday. Those three uh, next week, next week, and today we're doing up and poker face and poker face. So right, two pretty big cultural things. Totally, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess let's talk about up first. Sure, this is going to be hard for me, dude, because I know you're going to destroy it, and this is a really touching movie for me. This is a tough one. Okay, this is an emotional movie for me. Fuck, I already know what it's going to be like. I'm gonna, I'll try not to cry. All right, do you want to talk about up first? What do you want to do? How do you want to do this? So this movie is at times quite lovely. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh at, yeah. At times quite stupid. Fuck off. Okay. Um, no. It, at times this is quite stupid. And the problem. And this movie is actually really frustrating for me to watch because I would say at times it's the fantasy element. This is it's not fantasy. It's just stupid. At times it's peak cartoon. Like it's it, it's hard for a cartoon to get much better than this. Shit gets surreal, though. In, so there are movies. Do you think that surrealist movies, if they're not cartoons, are shit? No. Like David Lynch. It's, I know you're not. It's, I'm it's, not a big Lynch fan, but I, like I Lost either. Highway, I love. Right. I, I don't. I don't like David Lynch, but I can appreciate the art there. And there are things about this movie that you know. Or Kubrick does. I that. love how though. I did say it was quite lovely. You seem to blow past it. You seem to just want to write a critique. So because I don't like a giant bird running around, I'm like. Is there really that much to say? You, you can't, really can't see how this movie is really dumb at times. I don't call that dumb. I call it surreal or fantasy. That's yeah. surreal. It's it's dialed down so kids can watch it. If this wasn't marketed for kids, it would be a lot more of Ellie and the old guy. Yeah. That, uh, and which would be wonderful. And because uh, that was great. It was really well done. And especially the parts where there's no... The problem with cartoons a lot of times too is the dialogue. It's just so shitty. Because like, it's yeah. written for children. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, right. They and they understand. think that kids are dumb. And here's how they're going to package it and sell it to them. Like the first half of Wally, which I actually saw. I don't really the like girl Wally. I was dating at the time liked it. So yeah, I went and saw Wally. First half of Wally, that was quite great. It's all right. Uh, the second half of Wally was a train wreck. It was just stupid and mindless. And I didn't like Wally. Stupid. That's not one of uh, the ones I really like. It was stupid, mindless, and stupid, which, which is, which I, which is <laughs> I was <trying laughs> doubles, stupid uh, squared. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll actually stick to that. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't as mind numbing at times um, because the heart uh, of the movie, I feel, was more. It was it was a lot more to grab, and the overall messages of the movie actually I really I really like the and, messages are are awesome that's and, the, and that's, are yeah. really good and, yeah. and um really really well done really well crafted the movie looks wonderful it does I, I love it. it's like simple in a lot of the way the animation is yep. but yet it looks pristine and and pristine and beautiful um the the first eleven minutes are phenomenal heartbreaking just great and just a, a, just a tour de force for you know like I said it's peak cartoon yeah it's hard for cartoons to get much better than that. Uh, a lot of the rest of it is hit or miss for me. Um, so yeah, so the anything regarding the giant bird is 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 awful. 
It's, it's awful. It's awful, especially because that's kind the, of a, sh- a small amount of it. It's, so not the whole Paradise Falls thing, just the bird itself, not uh, the talking dogs, not the balloon, like the millions of balloons that are that are. Well, the, you know, the balloons were uh, were um uh were were just showing like emblematic of his yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, each yeah. balloon was you know his he's tied to this house. He's yeah. literally tied he to the is. house. Yep. Uh, and the house finally kind of let go, you know, with, so that, that, I mean, it's symbol, it's symbolic, it was symbolism, it was very obvious symbolism, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad necessarily. Well, but Plus, the bird symbolic the too, was, though. The house also was slowly getting into more and more disrepair. Right. Until oh, the very yeah. end when the house, he didn't even recognize it wasn't even his home anymore. And I, I think for a lot of older people, that probably feels very real. Like when they're going to go to a nursing home, I'm sure it is feel, it does feel like that eventually the house, you know, house becomes more than a house. It happened to my grandmother. Yeah. My Nana, you know, she wouldn't leave her house. Her whole family was an hour, hour and a half away. Her husband died in 2004 and she died two years ago. And for those 14 years in between, we were trying to get her to come home and she just wouldn't leave the house. Sure. Uh, and it was just like, you know, uh, the old guy, I keep calling the old guy, Carl, Carl, uh, you know, and, and so that was all very true and real and, and shot beautifully. And, and Ed Asner did a great job with yes. this. Yeah, yeah, it was just really well done. Well, um, and, the, and, the, and more on the house though, it's like Carl had had to say goodbye to Ellie. But he couldn't let go. Right. And it, until, and you know, that the, sim, the symbol was eventually he let go of his old life. He had to say goodbye to Ellie, said goodbye to his old, and moved on and had new adventures. But how about I give a, a synopsis? Sure. That makes sense? Sure. Um, so Carl and Ellie, they connect his kids around their love for an explorer named Charles Muntz, um, who basically journey, journeys to this place called Paradise Falls to find a rare bird. And they want to follow in his footsteps, but instead they get close. Eventually they grow up, they get married, and they have pretty like a normal mundane life and they sort of lose their explorer ways. They can't have a family. You see, you see this over the course of 10 minutes. Ellie dies as an older woman. They're in their seventies and Carl's left basically alone and he becomes a curmudgeon. Um, doesn't relate to the world around him anymore until one day he says, fuck it, <laughs> blows up a bunch of balloons uh, to, you know, to float his house to paradise falls to kind of fulfill that dream. Of, this is of longer than 15 seconds. Yeah, back off. Um, well, and he's, he's accompanied by a stowaway old guy uh, floats in balloons. He is accompanied by a sto- stowaway boy scout yeah. uh, named Russell. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a co- it's actually kind of complicated. So, you know, it's going to take 15 it is, seconds. It is. Uh, Russ, the, uh, the month stuff is awful months and the bird. See you later. That's just awful, awful stuff. Um, the boy is is mostly missed for me. Some hit. Um, and, and but the other stuff, the Ellie and Carl and the house stuff it was so powerful and so well done that it really does. It kept me very uh, invested in the movie emotionally, even though a lot of the other stuff was annoying me at times. Yeah, that stuff didn't annoy me because of the overshadow of the of the, the themes um, throughout. But, but weren't you frustrated watching? Don't you want it to go back to more Carl and Ellie when you have to deal with like, you know, 10,000 dogs, you know, making dinner or something. It's no, like, I, what are I, doing think, here? I think you need some adventure. That's the part of it. It's, it's, uh, it's having an imagination after the love of your life is gone. And that's something that fear that that's something that I'm afraid of. I think more than my own death is losing my partner before oh, Jesus I go. Jesus Christ. That, oh, oh, I can't I mean, imagine. I, 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 uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, can I, see, I see no. myself. I see myself as Carl. Cause I'll be that curmudgeon. I'll be an angry motherfucker on my, my porch watching the world pass me by, sure. at, you know, if this happens, that, that that's how I'm going to be. Yeah. And, and so that terrifies me. Yo, no, absolutely I, terrifies uh, me. I, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I, it's like not even, it, that is like, I think about it, you know, sometimes yeah. it's like, you know, you, you can't, you get yeah. married. You can't help but think about it. Especially, right. if you, you know, you found someone you really connect with. If you're lucky to have that and you're like, Oh my God, what if, 
No, and then what if you're, ugh, guys? You know, man. What if you're fucking old too? And, I, that's you the know, problem. You're, or you're, and, and you know, you know, you're not at like, home. You're home. You can't. I'm, I don't can't have go kids. To work like, and, right. You, yeah. Right. I don't have kids yet either. You know, and so maybe I, maybe we won't have. What's kids. my per- Well, yeah. What's I my mean, purpose? Am I just going to sit in a chair? Am I going to you know dust the house? Watch the world grow up around, you know, in a world that I don't understand. It seems so lonely and sad. So lonely and and sad. Just waiting to die. Right. And then, and then the one thing you have is your house. And it's like, all right, you know, I I go back to my Nana and my Nana had kids. You had three kids and and had grandkids. I loved her. Kids loved her. She had great relationship. So she had no problems with her. You know, she loved all of her kids. All her kids loved her. All the grandkids loved her. Right. But she was still the last 14 years of her life. Very sad. And, um, but she couldn't leave her house because if she left her house, then she felt like she was leaving her husband. Right. Just like Because that's everything that's left of her husband or, uh, you know, would your partner is in that house. That's it. All yeah. your memories, All everything. Your memories, everything. It and just every- roots you. It is your root. And everything you have, you know, especially, you know, we just bought the house last year. So we, we actually, we bought the house almost exactly a year ago. Um, so we've been in the house for a year now. And there are so many things in that house already in just a year that are so, you know, like, so my wife. Yep. You know, it's like, oh, that's all, that's all, that's all. You know, there's right. so many things that are all, you know, like we've done this together. And I imagine that times, what, 50? 50, 50 ha- years, how many years? It it's, you know, let's yeah. say Carl was with, with LA for 50 years, you know, times 50. And you're like, holy shit, like the memories they have. And, and you know, her, him looking at that photo book was just, you know, oh. Oh, crushing. I mean, crushing. And, and um, but it, but it was, it was, re- I just felt, felt so rooted. And I was all in. I hate cartoons. I hate cartoons. I know you do. I really think they're stupid, and and, and a lot of times, like I said, there's really, they, I have a hard time connecting emotionally to cartoons, and this one of maybe any cartoon I've ever seen, I connected the most emotionally to. So I'm really not, I'm really not anti this movie. I'm really not, and I would say if you, I'm sure everyone who likes cartoons has seen this movie, but if for some reason you haven't, go see it. Um, but it's, it, it, but then the, that whole middle, good chunk of that middle, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I, you need to show that there is hope after the loss that you can, that what are the, what are the meaningful parts of life? The meaningful parts of life are, are having relationships with people. And so when he loses his wife, he has no more meaning for life. So right there, it shows that there is hope that there is the, there's unexpected stuff. There's unexpected relationships maybe to be had that there's still, while there's life, there is still possibility. And yes, it's rooted in surrealism and, Weird stuff, but it had to be an adventure. It had to be some why, sort of adventure. Why does it have to be an adventure like that? Why does it have to be an adventure that's with, you know, you're fighting someone who's, not, I guess, 95, I guess? Yeah, How he's, old he's, is Munson? He's, 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 he's a fucking, uh, you know, he's, he's old. Uh, he's going to be so that was weird because, because he Carl was an adult is, when Carl was a boy. Yeah, Carl's presumably uh, 77 in this. And so this guy is like, you know, he's at least 20 years older. Right. Or at, yeah, least. at least 15. At least 15. At least. I mean, because, yeah. He's, so he's got to be well into his 90s. Yeah, unless they presented Carl and... Uh, and Ellie is maybe they looked younger that they could have been 12 or 13 years old or something. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know, know but it's still, yeah, the math it's, doesn't, quite, doesn't work. quite work. This guy was very nimble for a yeah. 90 something. And then, you know, the whole dogs thing it is, very, I thought it was funny. Every t- I like little Doug. I, I'm watching it. And I'm just like, you know, this is obviously just done. So you have a toy to sell to kids. Like, they didn't this do is, this that. Is, they didn't do that. There was no merchandise for this film. Really? There was none. I didn't no, know that. They didn't do oh, that. It's really encouraging. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Good for Pixar. Yeah, I mean, you know, it had to connect with kids. There has to be something that draws them emotionally. Why? In. I guess why? I, why? Well, I think maybe because it makes the the harder stuff more palatable, the harder emotional stuff more palatable. But why does it have to connect to kids though? Why why do they need to do that? Well, this is a kids film. Why? Why not? Why not? Why can't we have Here's the problem. Why can't we have things that are directed towards that demographic? We can have stuff for kids. We can't. They don't have the. They don't have the the mental capacity to to understand 
No, your brain. Okay. Did you understand algebra as a six-year-old? I, I fucking did. I when I was three. That's so, still, yeah. So, yeah. you can't understand these things. Okay. You're not you're understanding also, the same level. See, this, yeah. Filmmaking and art has different levels. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, totally. you can see something when you're three and not understand the gravity of it. Or maybe the depths of it. You don't understand you loss can, can, as a six-year-old. No, you don't. You don't. You, you, well, some six-year-olds do. Not have experienced loss. Okay, yeah, but and I a don't lot know. Six-year-olds have lost their grandparents. So yeah, yeah. I think okay. you're wrong. Yeah. A. B. <laughs> you can have things that um that don't. You might right. Let's say a six-year-old hasn't experienced loss. You can still watch a movie without experience. I've never gone back in time, but I can still enjoy Back to the Future. You don't need to have experienced something and, and not enjoy it. But this, I don't think that this was dumbing down. I think it was just a fun part of it. It wasn't it's fun, fun and it's silly stupid. and interesting. It's not, things that are silly don't have to be stupid. It's not stupid. No, you're right. Things that are silly don't have to be stupid. Things, what I mean things is things that are, that are silly are often are, stupid. Often. I don't, I mean. It, and it, it was here. It didn't hit that for me. It, that's not how I felt about it. So you're watching the bird run around and you're just thinking like, oh, this is, this is fun and entertaining. I'm glad I'm watching this. Like I, 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 I was so. I just thought I, it was light. Yeah. I was, was frustrated because I wanted to go back to the, because this movie was like either really good or really mm-hmm. not. So the bird had to represent something that was kind of unattainable. It had to like, cause it was the sort of the, the last, um, the last, uh, what's that word? Um, like the species. Adventure. It was oh. the last adventure for months, months character. That's okay. why I went after it. Right. And it sort of, it represented like, you know, months sort of represented that last adventure for, for Carl. It was the adventure that Carl, that Ellie never had. Right. Even though you see in the book at the end, like the adventure was her life with Carl. It had that much meaning, but it had, there had to be, I don't know. It had to represent that. It had, it had, it had to be something kind of attainable. So it had to be sort of something that doesn't exist. This kind of dodo bird was that it, I don't know. Cause maybe the adventure can be goofy. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't bother me. Like it bothered you. It really, it really annoyed me, but also, I mean, you have to realize that cartoons are your blind spot too. So whenever you see stuff like this, you are going to think you're going to initially think it's stupid. Anyway, that's just the way that you're wired. Uh, you probably, I probably go over the cartoon bias. I'll, I'll admit that. I, I, probably. I, I'm, I'm never, ex- no, I do. I would never, I'm never like, if we see a kid's movie, I'm never, I never sit down and go, oh, great. This is going to be, this is going to be fun. I but can't it has wait. to span. This wasn't just a kid's movie. It, had it really ad- wasn't. It had adult themes. I mean, I, I agree. And Pixar usually does that pretty well. I did. I, all right. Um, okay. Okay. I, I, I've seen Toy Story. Uh, thought that was yeah. not really the case with that one. Yeah. I thought that, you know, I, I yeah. so I don't think it had that too many adult themes. I will admit I haven't seen a ton. Oh, I saw Wally, um, which actually had. I would agree with you on that. The first I like half Monsters of, Inc. actually better. I have not seen that. Yeah, Wally is. Well, I never really liked. Wally I, was I, okay. I kind of liked Wally. Actually, right. I thought like I said the first half. Another movie that frustrated me where where it had uh, glimmers of greatness or uh, you know parts that were in my opinion great. Wally to me was uh, was was saying was pessimistic view of what the world is going to be. All these fat humans that don't do anything that trash the planet. I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, like well, I, I then wa- you were really off base on that one. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> w- Wally sure missed the mark. It ha- I mean, the planet. <laughs> it's what no, we have now. No, that is not what we have. Okay, no, that's not what we have. Right. Let's not get into that okay. because that's a longer yeah, discussion. Go, go down south in time. Go take a road trip to Mississippi. That's and not. That's not West Virginia. It's not like that. No, huma- no, no. Humanity is way better off than it was. A hundred years ago, three hundred years ago, yeah, five hundred years ago. Way I agree. off. I agree. We are moving in the right direction in general. I agree with that. Yeah, I can still say it's not. Yeah, but it's not that. The whole planet was fucking trash <laughs> when you had giant fucking humans who don't walk anymore. You know, in a fucking. You I, know, will, I will say our belt lines have expanded a lot in the last hundred to three hundred. Yeah, and years. that used to be a sign of wealth. I mean, that's going to correct in the other direction as people recognize the health issues with consuming so much sugar sure. and all that stuff. But you know, in the seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, even early nineteen hundreds, if you were 
like that was a sign of wealth. It meant right. you had enough to eat. Humans have been starving more more of you know humanity than than fed well. This is the first time these last fifty years, the first time where you know humans are predominantly fed well. So that that's going to change. We're going to learn. Right. We learn as a optimistic, species. Matt. I am optimistic. Back to up. Um, uh, it this, killed me. It's just, the the so first time it kills movie, me. This movie really like hit you emotionally. Hit, hit, yeah, hit, yeah. Hit me emotionally at times too. Yeah. Uh, the stuff you know, I really related Carl to my to my nana a lot. Sure. And then also personally, just like like wow, you know how terrifying would it be to lose your I can't to do lose it. your spouse. Yeah, so, I, you know, it's just like oh, I can't do God, it. That's like oh, it's crushing. And and um and you can understand why Carl you know maybe is because he's never truly he's never true like he's miserable. But he's not never a bad person. I get, you no, know, he does have that one thing where he, he doesn't mean to, but he throws. I yeah, think he, throws he hits him with the cane. But like yeah. you, but it, it was great. Cause I, that was that was really well done. Yeah. So uh, what happens is uh, a guy working construction accidentally hits a mailbox, yep. which him and his wife had painted uh, together. Yeah. Together, and it meant a lot to him emotionally. The guy who hits it tries to fix the mailbox, but Carl is just kind of obviously enraged, he's possessive of. It. He's like, All, "This is mine." Don't touch hurt. It. He's yeah. got a lot of feelings going on. All of which because of the filmmaking, the skill of filmmaking the 15 minutes beforehand, you understood where he was coming from. Oh yeah. So you see this in cross perspective and, but you also, it does, they do a great job showing this where, um, you also understand where the construction guy's coming from. Yep. And it was an accident and he was trying to help. And Carl hits him in the head with uh, his cane and it draws blood, which I was shocked to see. I in know this you movie. never see it really in a, uh, in, in, a, a in these kids cartoons movies, like, uh, yeah. yeah, God forbid the show, but it showed and it had real effects. He had to go to court and he, he got in trouble, but it was just shot really well you even see carl's regret the second he gets in his house he yeah. realizes what he's done and it was just really good filmmaking it was really well done and it showed that yes he did do something wrong but you understand why it is something wrong which is a really complex thing for not only a kids movie it's a really complex for thing adults, for adult yeah, movie of course, yeah. to show that efficiently and that well a lot of times you know i think in movies less skilled movies emotions are shown in a very like black or white sort of way. It's oh anger or frustration. It's hard to show the depth of emotion that there that's that's common in humanity. It's like, sure. you don't just feel happy. You feel some happy and some mel- melancholy because you know, the loss might happen or you, you know, it, it's more complex than that. I think they did. They showed that really well. And that actually, this movie has a lot of com- gives me a lot of complex emotions, sure. hopeful and optimism that later in life you can still have meaning. Yep. And the fear of losing my partner and sense of loss, all that stuff, you know? Oh, I agree 100%. But here's an example of why this movie at times misses the mark. So we talk about him hitting the guy with the cane and yeah. having immediate regret and it's shot just, it's just, it's really brilliantly done. Yeah. On, on every level, the, the, the stuff beforehand, everything we talked about. On the, on the back end of the movie, he throws a guy to his death. Yes, it's someone trying to hurt him, but it's someone he also did idolize for years to his death, thousands of feet. And That's he true. has zero remorse. I don't think I would have remorse either. But he has zero emotional. It doesn't even really seem to. Yeah, it's more kind. Right. Yeah. It's like it's a like, dumb yay. cartoon. Right. Yeah, the yeah, good yeah. guys win. And it's like, oh, that's right. You just left your fucking IQ at the door when you just had it. God well, well, damn it. I guess what, 60 what, minutes ago. What would you have expected of that scene though? I, that would have been, that would have been tough to show. Well, that's the, because there has to be a payoff, kind of a payoff. Like there has to be a win. They when you, win. When you start swimming in deep water, if you're going to have the complexity mm. in the top half, yeah, you got to right. carry it through. Like you got to then, you know, that would have been tough to do. You want to swim in eight feet waters. You got to, you know, you, you got to be able to do his doggy paddle and, and they didn't do it there. And uh, that's what stuff like that. When I'm watching the movie, it's like, oh, that's right. This is for, this is movies for either really slow people or it's for people who are, are children who now, but then like, you know, five minutes later, you have a scene that's incredibly complex and sure. beautiful, and you're like, "What am I watching here? What's happening?" <laughs> uh, it, was, it was very th- few movies are as I thought as jarring as this. 
in between being incredibly bright and yeah. incredibly dumb. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's where we stand with it. This did get nominated for best picture. Yeah, it won two two uh, Oscars actually. It did. Uh, it didn't win best. Did it win best picture? It did not. No, no. cartoons ever what won best picture. It? Right, right, right. What, um, so we'll we'll go through that here. And I'll, I'll I'll read them off to you, and you can tell me what you think. Yeah. Um. So this was back. This is uh, I think it might have been the first or second year they had ten movies nominated for best picture. Oh, re- that was right. That it was that late that it, they started doing it in uh, two thousand nine. I guess they right around it because right after wow. it was the year after uh, Dark Knight. Right. So okay. Um. Uh. Here are the ones that are nominated. Here's what won: The Hurt Locker won. Yeah, that's okay. a that's a phenomenal. Um, film. Also, one best director. This was not nominated for best director, by the way. Um, yeah. So here's so that also clues me in that it probably wouldn't have been nominated if there's only five nominees. Sure. But here's because only five nominees are directed for are nominated for director. Oh right. But here are the ten best pictures: Hurt Locker, which one? Yeah. Avatar. <laughs> the Blind Side. What? I mean, Blind Side's good, but what fucking Avatar is nominated for best picture? I don't think Blind Side's good either. District Nine. That's a great film. And Education. Don't know it. Um, that's with uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, it's 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 a quiet film. It's a it makes it Inglorious Bastards, which I think should have won. Film. Uh, Precious, which I have not seen. I haven't seen it. A Serious Man, which is Coen Brothers, which I think is overrated. I don't think I've seen a it. A lot actually. of people love it. I just it just doesn't click with me. I should see that one. I like, uh, I like Up, them. Which yep. was this movie? Obviously, and, and Up in the Air, uh, which is which is quite that's good. That's not a bad. Yeah, that's that's not a bad film. That's not I. Inglorious Bastards is a. I see the case for Hurt Locker too, though. That's a great film. So the five nom- the five that were nominated just too quickly for director were Hurt Locker, Avatar, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Push, uh, and Up in the Air. So those Avatar. probably would have been the the five nominees. What the fuck, Avatar? Um, that's a piece of shit. I mean, it's a beautiful film, like shot. It is like they. It's you know I yeah, saw we, three, we it's Avatar. A be- yeah, okay, 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 okay. So uh, best original screenplay. I do want to mention this because this was nominated, which is very rare for a cartoon to get nominated for best original screenplay. Yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. So here's what got nominated. Hurt Locker, which won. Yep. Inglorious Bastards, which I think has a brilliant script. Yeah. Incredible script, which, which it's great it, film. the fact that it didn't win is, is a little little disappointing to me. Uh, the Messenger, A yep. Serious Man, and Up. So uh, Up was in some pretty, that's a pretty heavy, is, heavy, yeah. Uh, yeah, heavy right. category. Messenger, there. that's the, is that the, um, is it the Ridley Scott, is it the Joan of Arc right. film? Yeah, I think you're right. The Ridley Scott one, It's right? Ridley Scott, yeah. yeah. I think so. With, yeah, yeah. Um, it did win for best score. Yeah, it also won for best cartoon. Yeah, yeah, right. That's exactly. uh, but best score. So here's it won. It beat Avatar, Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah, I don't the Hurt Locker, yeah, and Sherlock Holmes. Um, so the Michael Gasciano did this score. Um, he did the score for Lost, which I think is might be the best scored yeah. TV show ever. That's a good score. Uh, really good. Yep. Uh, so he's won. He's won an Emmy. He's won an Academy Award. He had an interesting story. He went to School of Visual Arts. That's where hmm. he started, uh, and uh, he he also won. I think someone else that, that went to graduated in his class won an Oscar that same day, and oh, won really? a technical award as well. That's very That's same funny. day he won the Oscar. Uh-huh. But he uh, he was finishing up his studies there, and they offered a six month internship to Universal to anyone that wanted it. Wow! He was the only one that applied because it was free. It was a free internship. Yeah, and because of that, he was able to leap for, and Universal hired him. Yeah. And then he ended up leapfrogging that to Disney and he did video game scores. Uh, um, he went to Juilliard as well and yeah. he did video game scores for ten, for the 90s, basically. And in 2000s, he started getting into film and TV. Um, but it just shows you how sometimes if you take that chance, yep. like, you, you know, he was off. the only one willing to kind of sacrifice six months to do this internship. And they got to know him. And, and he got a yeah, career out of it. Right. You know, like he definitely was a huge stepping stone, but like good for him. And he like, he worked at like, you know, restaurant, whatever he could just to get any extra bucks sure. while he's doing this you know, internship for free, but he, six months, he just put his head down and did it. It's like, oh, it's a pretty good life lesson there. Absolutely. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes it's worth going for the brass ring a little bit. And, you know, even if it means six months of 
No paychecks. Right. So this thing did um, 750 million worldwide. Yeah. It's not the biggest Pixar, but it's one of them. I think it's like third or fourth biggest. Um, 300 million of that, I think, or 350 is like North America. Uh, yeah. Uh, $175 million budget, though. I mean, by now, Pixar knows that they're going to make winners pretty right. much. But that still seems like a, a lot of money, fit, like a huge budget. Yeah, this, took, like this, this took a long time. They, they this was uh, went through a few different um, screenwriting for this. It sounded like a little tough. It sounded like you had a, a story from Pete Doctor and then yep. Tom McCarthy. Got him. Tom McCarthy is a guy that uh, wrote uh, Spotlight. He, oh, right. He got involved. He's also an actor. He's in the last season of The Wire. If you watch the last, have you watched The Wire? Oh yeah, yeah. The last season of The Wire, he's a reporter that tells that does the fake story. It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't remember. Yeah, he's a reporter that does a fake story. Um, and um, very Cullen esque. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but it's it's quite good. I I actually like the fifth season Wire. Some people, but but he's in that and he's good in it. So he's a good actor, but he's also uh, an Oscar winning um, uh, screenwriter. Yeah. And he and he helped do this one as well. Um, Ed Asner, which you said was good. The kid, I'd never, you know, Jordan, the great. guy was, uh, he was kind of annoying kid, the but kid I think he played the well. The one thing I like about the kid, I'm, I'm not usually too woke with stuff like this, but yeah. the one thing I really liked was it was an Asian kid. No mention of it. He just, he's just a car. Is it matter that he's Asian? That's right. I like that. Cause yeah. I think sometimes, unfortunately, or unfortunately, I guess how you want to spin it, but you have a minority in a, in a movie and it all becomes about that. Sure. Like, you, you know, but why is it? Why can't yeah, it just be a normal kid doing normal kid? It seems like, you know, yeah. And uh, that was really cool. I, I, I like that. I was like, oh, that, that was great. Cool. Um, anything else about it that you can think of? Uh, I, I like it. Um, I give it a, I give it a, a B minus. Um, but it, but at times it is a quality. I give it a, this is a B plus film for me. Yeah, this really hits a me. B plus. Oh, that's not, oh, yeah. you would have been high, well, far away. No, then. it's not an A. Well, yeah, we're too, we're far enough away. I, you know, All my right. score is a 87 while yours is a, you know, 82 or something. That's not that far away. We're, 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 pretty, we're pretty closer than you made. Then you made, then you made let it out to believe then a minus that mother. No, I give it a B. I think it's a B plus. Okay. Me. Yeah. Not quite that top tier echelon. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not. No, no, of course. Yeah. Not. And I think I, at times though, I will say the first 10 minutes of this movie, the first 11 minutes are, are a minus a, a level quality. Yeah. It's like, oh, that great. yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's among the best. Oh, the first 10 minutes is probably, that's probably a for me. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it's a phenomenal. So great. And it's just so frustrating. The movie just can't keep that up. And I guess, you know, you got to sell, you know, movies to kids, I guess. So there you go. I guess. Um, all right, let's do the weather report. Okay. The Milk Dudley Weather Report, Matt's favorite segment in the show. He, I love told him it. we're going to do it, and he was very excited. So excited. Uh, this is the only weather from the weather forecast from the past. Oh, is it? Very valuable. <laughs> so uh, what week are we in here? We're in June, June. 2009? Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, most of the Northeast received two inches of rain this week, and uh, temperatures were about 10 degrees below normal. So kind of a lousy start to the summer, oh, that I is guess. lousy, yeah. Um, Lewiston, Maine hit a record low of 28 degrees. Wow. That's in June? In June. That's brutal. See, you like it the weather. Look at you. <laughs> uh, he says few things were as overhyped as the hangover. I kind of like, I like the hangover. He, yeah. He's, he's you know, probably looks um, more on my side of things. But the weight paid off for Illinois Valley as it uh, finally fell below flood stage. The first time in 89 days this week. So if you're in Illinois. So it's been flooding for 89. You're I saying, guess it was in oh, flood stage, flood, maybe flood. What stage? Rain so it was a very rainy spring, basically. I guess so. For yeah. Illinois Valley. Okay. Um, Wherever, you know. Yeah. Why, I don't know why they matter, but they matter. He, he kind of uh, really fits in some jokes here. He also says that tell, taking a Pelling 1, 2, 3 was poorly remade. We'll have to, we're seeing that one on, on uh, we'll have that on Friday. But. Yeah, I don't think I saw the original, but uh, I did see this one. I saw it years ago, but I haven't seen it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Seattle saw no measurable rain for a 25-day period. That is very odd for them. It's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. 
And he says it was hot and humid in South and Atlantic states. So uh, that's Milk Dudley weather from the past. I guess I should. Maybe I should create. Some, no, I don't want to create a little like musical. You have no intro interest in, 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 in anything to do with that. So yeah. uh, Lady Gaga, then let's do it. Okay. Um, you. I think you like. So this is the reverse. I think I tolerate Lady Gaga, and you like Lady Gaga. I did. I think Lady Gaga. So this really is like, talented. We're the reverse of of okay. uh, of, of the movie. I think. Um, so of the, I will say this. So the the good thing about doing the show with and and looking into artists that I wouldn't typically listen to, it does force me to do that. And so I get to really explore and see, uh, and I, I, and you know, sometimes it, it's, I see a lot of shit, but then sometimes there, there is more compelling parts of the artist that I just never would have known. Cause I wouldn't have sought it out. Sure. Like I get to watch cartoons. Like you get to watch cartoons. You fucking better watch uh spirited away. Just to when I get home tonight. Um, but she, so she's a good example. She's someone I, it'll, she'll never be like an important musician for me but I definitely have more respect for her after doing a little bit of a dive into it. Okay. And in general, I think I have more respect for her as an, I think I like her more than I like her music. I would say, because mm. I think that first of all, she, I mean, she talks about individualism and non-aggression and mental health awareness. And you know, she, she's not afraid to experiment and try new things. No. And she's a classically trained musician. She, yeah. you know, she played piano as a kid growing up. So, you know, she knows what she's doing. She's a talented singer. There's a lot of like really pluses about her, but her music just doesn't normally hit for me. I don't think it's overly like constructed overly well. I don't think it's very, I don't think it's creative for most of the time. Yeah, she what, has tell, so many different John, like. So okay, so yeah, so I think Lady Gaga is really talented. Yeah, yeah. And you know, watch the Super Bowl halftime show if you want to get a quick, quick thumbnail yeah, that, on on how on how good she is. There's only been one good halftime show in the last twenty years, and That's it wasn't true. her. <clears throat> uh, so uh, she she's she's very talented. But she, so this is her first album. Uh, the fame. Yeah, that's right. This is her and, debut. Uh, so this, you know, the three of the first four songs of this album, I think, are really great. She's one of the best first. We talked about this with Guns N' Roses. Yeah, one it's of the true. best first song, first albums. But you know, even check out uh, A Star Is Born. She's very good in that. The songs are good. She's great. That's a really good movie. It's a really well done. Movie. I know you haven't seen it, which I'm kind of yeah, really, I haven't seen it. Really, it's the music ones are hard for me to watch because usually I just don't buy them. I'm like, no, you're not actually doing that, or no, you're not that good, or the songs aren't that good. It's like musical theater for me. It's I feel like you have to make a choice: be do theater or do music. When they combine them and make show tunes out of them, it pisses me off, and it usually both suffers. This, I know it's different. I know it's different, like that at all. but that's my bias. I know. I know what it yeah, is. It, 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 but it, even like rock and roll movies, I you know, a rock star is okay, but like most of those, this is a different. This is like a great movie. This is a really good movie. I, I know, maybe I not great, but it's I should very watch good. It. It's very I should watch good. it, but it's hard for me. Um, it's very very good, and yeah. she she's very very good in it. But even like in 2014, she did a duet album with Tony Bennett, Cheek to Cheek, and it's I was it's just standards. Yeah. And that's phenomenal, by the way. It's great. Yeah, that one's it's phenomenal. Like, well, what? Is, and at some point, you're almost like, well, what? Like, what can't she do? Okay. Like, yeah. All right. So you're you're like Barry. You're kill, You're crushing my my thesis here by which is fine. But my the number one thing about her is is how um how flexible she is. Yeah. You know, like I said before, she experiments. She tries new things. Her voice sounds different depending on what she does. That's another cool it thing. It so, sounds different in Star Is Born. Yeah, too. exactly. Like, yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. And I want to play some of that too, just to just to show people the different progressions because I think you can really hear it. Um, but that Bennett album, I love. He's like eighty-seven at that time. He's, like he's phenomenal. He's older too. than the guy in Up. Yeah, and he is. So she has to carry that entire album. 
Like, he's, no, but he's really he, good. He is. He is he's really talking good. There's notes he can't hit. Like, you know, he, he, he's, he's really good. He's really good. He's, um, for his age, he's amazing. Yeah. But she's carrying that album on her back. I don't see it that way. Oh, I, come I mean, on. He's, he's, he's talking the songs. Sometimes. His style is kind of like that. Yeah, because he's a thousand years old. No, no. It's always kind of been like that. I felt his voice was really strong. He was doing a great job. And I watched live footage of them do it. They're both very good. Oh, he very he, good. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I've, yeah. I've been listening to the album for five. I think the album's very good. I, I, I enjoy the album, but uh, I think she carries that album on her back. All right. Do you want me to play some of the cut? Since we're talking about sure. her flexibility, we'll yeah, do that. So this is um, just dance. So this is off of first this song. Is the this first, first song. First song in her first, first album. Song in her first album. Okay. My so favorite Lady Gaga song. This is a good one. And uh, actually, I would have rather talk about this one. This one's definitely better than you know, and fucking poker face in my mind. I like that song too. Okay. It's all right. Uh, but I, what did I want to say about it? Oh, so she went back to back number one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And she had, so she had two number ones on this album and then two others in the top 10. So this is a huge album. For this her. is giant. This is everywhere. Okay. So here's just dance. Listen to her quality of her voice here. It's like, it's sort of, she doesn't sound like Katy Perry, but it's more of that style. I agree. Where if you listen to, um, uh, it's like mature Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but listen to, then listen to that versus poker face, how she sounds. Like Like more nasally, more aggressive. Right. Well, she said this is like a more masculine song. Yes. Yeah. So that's some flexibility there, and there, there's a ah, song. There's like a like bad relationship song later on where it's the Una la 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 lady. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but she, it's kind of that same timbre in that song as as Poker Face. But then, um, listen to. I mean, that's a jazz voice. Yeah. Give it a minute too. You'll hear them together. It's great. Yeah, it's it's really great. And the anything goes cut is off the album. Is I have great that too. too. I won't play it, but it's it is awesome. So good. Yeah. Like it's a really good album. So she's extremely versatile. And that's the other thing that I there's one. Yeah, there's another thing I really want to say about her voice. She, unlike, okay, so she does have, she's not top tier vocal talent. She's not Mariah, uh, not Mariah. She's, yeah, she's not even really Mariah Carey, to, uh, sure. Whitney Houston, but, right. but she is really, really good. So she can do this, the flourishes. Like she can do the, you know, the fast notes and stuff, but she chooses not to in most of her songs. She'll, she only, she really only whips that out when it's appropriate for the song. Whereas other musicians like Christine Aguilera or Mariah Carey, they like feature that part of their voice in their song. They do like, you know, throughout some of their verses, they'll just throw out these like really, you know, really fast notes thing because they just want to show off. She doesn't do that. She only does it where it's more musically appropriate for the song. The other That's knock on really Lady like Gaga, especially at the time was she's not Britney Spears. She can't dance. She can't, she's not, she's as, a little awkward, I would say. And it's like, you guys like, you know, everyone's so quick to say what she's not. Yeah. You know, right. you know what she's not? Yeah. She's not this other standard cookie cutter bullshit fucking popper has it's been true. forced down our throat for the last 20 years. But she does put herself 
uh, in there though. Cause she does, you know, she'll do scantily clad videos of her dancing around. She tries, she does try to fit that, that pop star, female pop star. But thing. she wants to, but then she'll shift and just, and then she'll get nominated for, you know, awards for, I know, I know, I know. For Shara's born. I'm just saying so, when she does that, she's awkward. When she's in that in that phase, I think she she looks and dances the way she moves is kind of awkward for that. She's not Britney Spears. Britney is a dancer. Like, right. She's like phenomenal. At Britney's that. a dancer before she's a singer. Absolutely. Yeah. Britney can't really sing. Uh, I mean, she sings okay. She sings better than someone like Madonna. But that's her voice is not the thing that you know. The arrangements of her songs are awesome. The production on her song is awesome, and she dances and she's pretty. Whereas Lady Gaga is a musician. Writes you know. Right well-crafted yeah, there, songs. There's, there's, oh, there's a difference. A real yeah, Total. A level of art here. With but, that stuff. but my critique is when she tries to fit into that, you know, female diva pop star thing, it, it does get a little, it doesn't seem right for her. I give her credit for doing a bunch of different shit. Yeah, absolutely. Her flexibility, her willingness to experiment is, is great. Yeah, that's great. That's what we should expect from all of our, or hope that all of our artists will, will do is try different things. Yeah. It's not, not everyone's going to be a perfect fit, but, no, uh, no, but no. if you're trying different shit, that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, so this album is the fame, right? Yep. It got five uh, Grammy nom- nominations and one, two, three of them were for poker face. Three of them that it was oh, wow. for, were, okay. for, were for poker face. Um, the album itself sold, I think it sold like 7 million. No, five. Oh, this is what it was. 5 million records initially, but then she re-released it she a did. year later. The fame monster. And I wonder, so I could, I didn't really get to dig too much in into that, but I'm wondering if, there was pressure from the record company. Listen, you just sold a shit ton of records. You need to release something, but she didn't have enough songs. She only had eight songs and she made the decision instead of releasing an EP, like an extended play, whatever. She's like, why don't we just tack it onto this and we'll repackage it and just right. as a one kind of one thought. Um, and they did that. And the whole thing ended up selling to, in combined 15 million copies. So it was a big deal. Sure. She has sold 125 million records herself too. What? Yeah. 125 million. That's a lot. And she's young. Well, she's Star only 34. Born was, was huge. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I, mean, I looked at some footage, but I didn't get to look and see like, excuse me, how many albums that sold. I, yeah. know, I know it was a big one. Um, and she wrote a lot of the songs on there with Bradley Cooper, which right. is kind of neat. I think like half of the songs they had written. It was kind of a longer album, I thought. Like it, yeah, 18 songs or something. It's a really good. It's one of my favorite uh, the last like 10 years like mm. soundtrack albums. It's really good. I'm gonna, I'll watch it at some point. We'll his, probably his get there. His stuff is great. I like his stuff better than her. I love the Bradley Cooper stuff. Yeah, I like that. He's almost like Eddie Vedder meets like kind of a Western type. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, man, he, and it's Sam Elliott's in it, man. You really yeah, like, it's I, really I, yeah, good. I do like Sam Elliott. Really good. Uh, and uh, Poker Face sold 15 million copies. Uh, 14 million copies. I'm sorry. That, that's like, that was a huge, that's a huge, huge hit. Huge hit. Yeah. Uh, nine and a half million of those were in 2009 alone. I think it was a top selling um top selling song i was so this what we were in june 09 so i was in vegas in february of 10 uh for a week and you heard this song you could not you i heard the song more than i breathed oxygen i think in vegas in february I bet. you know like yeah it was all it was over just, the place like, yeah especially there it was just everywhere uh so your favorite is the first track my favorite is actually paparazzi i really like that song, song. song yeah i think that's a really good one but both pop pots paparazzi and just dance that style i like better than then I guess the maybe maybe it's the more feminine I like instead of the more masculine sure, of her songs. I, the three three of those four songs is one I usually skip if I'm listening. I forget what the second. I think it's the second yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. Um, but th- those three other, three of the first four of your first four songs are, are pretty top solid. Tens. That's pretty yeah. good. Actually, I think the other one that you skip I think is is maybe the is, is a top ten as well. I don't know. So I think that's oh uh, just that spawned some. F- <laughs> oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. This I really like. 
rumbling is fun when you're with me. The shoot it is not the same without a gun. And baby, when it's love, if it's not rough, it's poker face. Right. Just, is, this, is this off the fame monster? Is that what this is? No, this is just her doing it live. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, playing wow. piano and singing. Really good. It's great. Like you can see her, her piano chops yeah. and her vocal chops on that one. Um, I'll tweet that out uh, later. Um, but yeah, so it spawned some fun uh, covers like. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You're good? It's Carmen. I get it. You get it? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So. Um, also. You'll love this one too. Um, this is segment already annoys me. Uh, yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Was that another yeah, good one for cartoon, you? Cartoon, cartoon, I should keep it going, right? No, I could do that. Okay, for you. We're good. We're good. good. I'm going to start getting angry. And yeah, then yeah, cartoons, characters covering. What? Who is this? You don't know that's Weird Al? Oh, fuck is your problem. All right, I'm good. I'm good. I got the board control. I know. I'm... We'll do a slow fade out on that it's one. Right. All right, yeah, that's good. Yeah, anyway, so people, so have, people have covered in a humorous context. Yeah, I thought so. All right, so. good. All right. I'll tweet those out, too. Okay. I'll tag you wow. on them, too, to make great, sure, great. Make sure say that they're Wonderful. your favorites. That was really, really uh, funny. So, yeah. It's funny think... because they're cartoon. Like, why were they singing the song? That's right. That's why it's funny. You got it. It's so crazy. You I mean, the, these characters, you wouldn't expect to sing. You don't like it when Cartman sings. Yeah, you don't like Cartman. I mean, but when Cartman sings Come Sail Away is amazing. That's, no, that's, that's so funny. Because so you wouldn't expect him to do that, but then he does it. It's like, oh my God, he just did that. You son of a bitch. So stupid. Crushing me. Um, yeah, so I, anything else on Lady Gaga or Poker Face? I don't think I have anything If you haven't checked out that Tony Bennett, uh, you should, uh, yeah, it's you should great, listen like, to it. It's really album. great. Like, if you're making dinner for your spouse or your, yep. or your girlfriend uh, and you want to throw that on, it's it's a good one to kind of, it's it's. It's just good, like romantic, fun music. Yeah. Um, headlines then? Yeah, let's do it. All right. On June 7th, Roger Federer won his first and only French Open. Okay. He'd won, he's won 20 total, uh, 20 majors total, uh, eight at Wimbledon, but that was his only, uh, that was his only French. I took, did I tell you I started doing my tennis lessons again? Really? Yeah, so I, I have been taking those lessons. Laura, at, the two of you? At, yeah, at an indoor gym here, and obviously because of the corona, they stopped. So my instructor has us doing it uh, at a, a like a um, high school court um, outside. It's outside. Uh, so it's cool. fun. To, it, was, it was like really fun. I did it two days ago. It was really fun yeah, to, to get back me. and doing doing tennis. Again. I do like tennis. I'm I little, love tennis. Yeah, I'm, a I'm not very good, you. but it's fun. I thought I would beat Steve Robinson from the Kirk Manahan show. Oh, no doubt, because he got smoked by Kirk. I don't know. I don't know. If it could be Kirk, but I could beat Steve. I want to have Steve in the show. By the way, hashtag Quantum Steve. Yep, bring him in. Um, second, yeah. the Jets signed Mark Sanchez Ooh, on June. My Jets. 10th. He of the butt fumble Jets. Okay, that's that's dumb. So um, I do. <laughs> let's talk. Wait, about, wait. Were you a big Mark Sanchez fan? Because yeah, I thought he's, kinda, yeah, I he's mean, not I, a good player. No, I know. Yeah, I'm well aware. But what is he? A good guy? Is that why you like him? So I probably so yeah. I I I am a Jets fan. Yeah, we know. So, but I don't know if everyone does. <laughs> um, so I I lived in New York till '89. So the Jets actually were pretty decent back then. Patriots were terrible. Yeah, oh, they were. Yeah. Um, then it was Super Bowl '86. But then when I moved to New Hampshire in '89, they, they, that's when they were at their worst. Totally. Um, so I just I hung with the Jets. And uh, it's really, it's really paid off for me. It's been great. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that time that glimmer. So this is around that time. 
Yeah. Um. Of yeah, because uh, he they went to back to back, you know, AFC Championship games. That's right. That was my like peak as a as a Jets fan. It oh was, yeah, that would be your peak because they beat the Patriots in the in the playoffs. In the playoffs, that was unbelievable. Was but it like, this year that they did that? Was he a rookie? It was next year. Okay, 2010. Uh, yeah, but Do that, yeah, yeah, because both happened. I was not in New York. I was in New Hampshire when both happened. Right. Um. But yeah, to have them. To have them do that was was incredible. From I so I'm 40 years old. The Jets have never been to uh, even been to a Super Bowl in my lifetime. They've been to I believe four AFC Championship games in my lifetime. Lost them all. Who did they lose in two? Th- lose uh, in the two that you Steelers uh, and uh, I forget the other one. And then uh, against the Broncos yeah. in '97. Uh, okay. Uh, and then I, the other one happened. when I was like a little boy. I don't remember. Yeah. It. But there were three that I remember that that Oof. they lost to. It, it's been brutal. It's been a really rough road. But I really do believe. Uh, that there, there, this, this, if they play football this year, the Jets have, re, have a really good ch- chance to like maybe even win a division. Bills are not that great. Dolphins are junk and the Patriots, Patriots, Brady. Patriots yeah. are on Brady and right. like, you know, they're, they're starting to regress a little bit. This is the time for the Jets to strike. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. yeah. Sanchez, huh? He's just not a good player. I but, like Sam Darnold. Like I'm him. a Sam Darnold guy. No, he was, I mean, Sam I, seems good. He seems like he's a good Sanchez player. Sanchez was not good. He, yeah. he would end up being not a good player, but I, uh, I definitely was rooting for him. Of course you be better, yeah, Of course. But he never, if the Jets, if that Jets team with that defense had a real quarterback, they would have been, they would have been, been a lot better. They would have yeah. won a Super Bowl. Probably. Sanchez, you could say, cost him Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. But we got Sam Darnold now. The future is bright, baby. Um, Six Flags theme park filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy this week in 2009. Oh man. I know. I know I've been to, but they're still around. Yeah, they are. So I don't know what it must have been some sort of restructure. Someone bought them out, paid off their debts or whatever. It was so strange. Remember they had like that mascot was like, looked like uncle junior is like some old guy with like thick glasses. Wait, that was six flags with the did, 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 did. Why would that be your, Oh, the dancing old guy who was just a young guy in a fucking, right. You know, why would that be your, Oh, I always think that stay young, take it back to the Kirkman manager. I always thought that, um, that six five guy looks like an old version of Kirk. Really? Like Kirk when he's really old. I don't think so. Look like that. No, this guy looks you like don't, a. I don't think it'll look like that. I, no, I, all I right. Hope not. I hope not. Um, yeah, no, they must have restructured. So when you go through chapter eleven, they just basically say, okay, we can't pay our, all our debts, and so how are we going to figure this out? Do you like so, Six Flags? Uh, I'm not a big theme park guy because I don't like the like I don't go on roller coasters and shit. It's not my Why? thing. Why? Uh, they they make me uncomfortable. Oh, just like, do, okay, do, do tell. Oh no! Just like um, like that pit in your stomach feeling when you're going down a that's not that's not a fun feeling for me. Not having control is an issue. I think if I were actually controlling the roller coaster, whatever you know, if I could determine the speed. Okay. <laughs> no, if it were just me on this thing, All right. and I got to control the fast or slow, put the brake, or not, if I had control, I yeah. think I would love it. Right. But without control, I don't love it. Okay. Do you like it? Uh, I did a lot when I was in my twenties around this time. Yeah. Maybe a little earlier is I would go to Six Flags, like the one in uh, Massachusetts. I, I've been yeah. there a bunch. Um, the last roller coaster I went on was uh the Cyclone in Coney Island. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I went when I lived in New York. Um, I've and, been on one um, forever. What's that? I haven't been on one forever. Yeah, forever. it was. It's wooden, so it was. It was kind of rickety. And yeah, weird. like they're fun. I, I, uh, there's I a wooden one at Canopy Lake. Yeah, that one. This is like the Cyclone is different. It's is it big? I don't know. Oh, it's just this is the Cyclone. It's historic. Oh, okay, the Canopy Lake one. Anyway, so I New Hampshire is like what the fuck is, is it a Canopy lot Lake? bigger than the one? In, uh, it's a little bit bigger. It's older. It's it's really old. It's okay, like the I, first like so it's iconic. Like you America. have this feeling about this is vibration that comes up. This is like history. It's just weird. It's <laughs> like it's fun to be on. Like it's just like historic. I love it. It's a it's a great point. It's a great example of like New Hampshireism. Like so, we have one at Canopy Lake. Like no one outside of like. Yeah, but who cares? Who knows it? It's just a fucking because the cycle. Because the Moana show talking about it. Okay. 
People are going to know this. Anyone outside of like the upper northern New England area is not going to know what the fuck Camby Lake Park is. Who's going to know the Cyclone? Everyone! It's a, they named the base, <laughs> minor league baseball team, the Brooklyn Cyclones. Everyone knows the Cyclones. Oh, everybody knows the Brooklyn Cyclones. People, no, but everyone knows this. They named a baseball team after this one roller. The ro- Cyclone roller coaster is the most famous roller coaster in the world. Okay. You've heard of Nathan Tut Dogs? Have you heard of Nathan Tut Dogs? Well, who cares? Have you heard of Nathan Tut Dogs? Who cares about Coney so you Island? Have, you know. <laughs> you have. Nathan's Hot Dogs and... Is Coney and, Island an actual island? Do you have to like no, take a boat to it? I, no. This is bullshit then. I fucking hate Price. New York. Fuck New York. So, talking uh, about hillbilly. <laughs> you got you got real cyclones there, man. I live in Oakland, tornadoes. <laughs> hillbilly. Uh, swine flu was designated a global pandemic this week in 2009. It was the first time that this had happened since the Hong Kong flu of 1967. I had swine flu. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. It no. sucked. It was the weirdest thing. Wait, wait. So what were the symptoms of swine flu? Uh, it was a fever without like their congestion, without like the runny nose, if, if I remember so correctly. So just a fever? Yeah. Did you have nausea too or no. just, just a fever? It was much better than a regular like, it's, I thought it was better than the flu. Yeah, because you didn't have all the other shit. So you just, right. you had a high temperature. I had a really high temperature and, Damn. Like, and really low energy. I didn't think a lot of people got that. How did you get it? You don't even know. Yeah, you don't know. Um, how high did the temperature go? Uh, I run cold anyway. Yeah, I run cold too. 96 something. I'm 96.8. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What the fuck? No. Yeah. It's weird. It was weird. Uh, yeah, I got in the hundreds, which is really rare for me. Yeah, um, I know. It's but the more thing was just like, that you, just, you just felt like incredibly hot and just yeah. no energy. It's like completely depleted. Uh, I had it for, uh, I was young. I was, I wasn't even 30 yet. So I, I bounced back pretty quick from it. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really a big deal. It was like I said, it was better than getting a, a, a heavy duty flu. Um, so there's nothing you can really do. There's no, I didn't even go to a doctor. I just, I just, the symptoms, I mean, I didn't have it, but the symptoms oh, matched what had it. And this was during peak. This yeah. was right around his time. Right. I was living in Dover and I, uh, I went to work one of the, I had my own office. So I just closed the door. I'm like, don't come in. I'm sick. Yeah. And then I think, cause I typically didn't take sick days and I, and I had actually taken, I think I took a day. Yeah. Probably um, a good idea. But I was just like, ah, but I don't I, know how contagious it was, but I don't yeah, I was, I was more weary that they kind of sent me home too. And they're like, don't, please don't come in. Right. Uh, and, uh, but it wasn't, it, but I bounced back. I, it was like, I took like a 40 weekend. I was by Monday. I was fine. Yeah. Interesting. It wasn't a big deal. I said, I remember saying to people at the time, like, this is much better than getting, cause I hate when your nose, that to oh, me is I the worst yeah, part of the Congested. You can't sleep. Is it nose oh, running? It's yeah, all yeah. crusty. It's like, yeah, that yeah. to me is the worst. I never throw up. So I don't, I've only thrown up like six times my whole life. I used to throw up a shit ton. So I don't throw up at all. Yeah. Um, stomach problems as you know. Yeah. I, I get more the <laughs> kind of stomach problems. God than, damn it. <laughs> Than the pukey ones. What? Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> well, that's better than you playing those stupid song parodies. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think do. people are going to like those more than your fucking farts. I don't think I'm so. pretty sure. I know what I like better. <laughs> we'll pull the uh, new poll. <laughs> What's better, Chris's fart noises or <laughs> or Cartman stupid parody songs? <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I, I, so I don't throw up. So that's never an issue. Yeah. But I do get those. Those. That's the worst. That really, I know. You know. It's just like, ugh. and then you never quite get rid of it either. I feel like you can have a flu and then for three weeks later, you still have the runny yeah, nose. Yeah, because it gets, well, the problem is too, <sighs> after that, it gets into your lungs and then you're kind of coughing a little bit for a while. It can stay there. So it was it none of that. There. It was yeah. just a high, t- it was just, the, so like, this yeah. isn't so bad. I didn't think it was that bad, but I'm also wasn't 90 years old in a nursing home. Sure. You know. Yeah, so. I know. Um. So I think that's it. I, that's, that's all the news stories I have. All right. So come back on Friday. We'll do taking a pill one, two, three, and uh, we each have our personal stories. And uh, what's the song? Oh, the song's uh, uh, T-Pain, right? It's uh, it's actually it's Jamie Foxx and T Pain, and I've mentioned this song before. That's why I wanted yes. to do it. It's blame it, blame it, blame Jamie it Foxx. Alcohol, that one. Uh, okay. So you don't like that song, I believe, right? I I think it's funny. 
Okay. Yeah. So Matt will have a funny song, and we'll be talking, taking a poem one, two, three, and uh, we'll be back on Friday. Yep. See you then.